Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. Welcome on the Culture News. My name is David Cerebro, and I have the pleasure to have today on iHeartRadio a very, very well-acclaimed author. Her name, ladies and gentlemen, is Doris Johnson. What a wonderful, wonderful author. She has released wonderful titles. Uh, one is called The Lifer, The Immigrant, Bunny, Queen of the Garden, and poems and stories about real. We love that. She's a lovely lady who lives on the West Coast. We say hello to all our friends on the West Coast. And right now, we just walk her out of bed this morning in L.A., the lovely Doris Johnson. Doris, how are you today? I'm doing very well, thank you. And thank you for calling. No, it is my pleasure and and really a privilege to have you over the phone. So a lot of people love you. Let me start by that. A lot of people love you as a person and love you as an author. All the great books that you have written. So first of all, before we start to talk about all your wonderful titles, I would love to know about yourself. Can you tell us where you're from and what brought you to become an author? Well, I was born in Stonewall, Mississippi, and I grew up in Chicago. And later in life, my job moved me to Minneapolis, Minnesota. I retired, and then I moved to Las Vegas to get away from the snow and cold. And indeed, indeed, you found the, the right way. Now, how did you become an author? Well, because, you know, I dream a lot. And in my young days, I would say, gee, if I could remember everything that I dreamed, I could write a book about it. So, but you know, in my young life, I didn't really have time to stick with it. And then, using the regular typewriter, that was a job, and that's why I do all of my writing in longhand first. It makes, uh, yeah, I'll get to that. So, anyway, then during the years, I collected a few things but never finished anything. Then when we moved from Minneapolis to Las Vegas, I lost a lot of stuff. So, and after retirement, I had more time to think, and besides, I got a computer. That made writing so much easier. And oh, so that's yeah. why I do, I do my writing in longhand, and I don't have to stop and think while I'm typing, because I can type much faster. You know, with, you know, without having to stop and think. And, and so indeed, that's, indeed. that's how I got started. And and how? Who are the authors that really inspired you when you when you started, or the the authors that you were reading when you were younger? You know, none. Uh, I'm really not an avid reader. During my young days, I read, but the majority of my reading was assigned reading. There are a couple of things I read that I like, but as far as having an author that I had to go back to time and time again, no, I never had one. And it's beautiful how you found your own, I would say, your own uh, path, you know, your own um, your own signature in, in your writing. Uh, so um, after, when you, when you started to write your first, uh, stories. Um, did, how, how did you arrive to to go from poems and stories about real life to start to write about a title called The Immigrant or The Lifer? Because okay. there was well, a big the, gap, right? Well, yeah. Well, before, the first one um, 
was based on an idea that I had in the 60s. Uh, the mansion was my first. And I was thinking about an ideal retirement community. And so I couldn't draw, and I was going to try to make a scale model, and I couldn't build. And then I was working and had, you know, too many responsibilities. So I never got that done. So after I retired, I said, well, since I can't build one, why don't I'll just write about one? That's how this first one got started. And then I was being pushed by my son, Tony, to get <laughs> to do something. So I, um, that's, after I got the computer, that's, uh, that was the beginning. It was so much easier. And then once you've done one, you want to do something else. So that was followed by the um, the poems and uh, short stories of real life. The poems were supposed to be lyrics, but I did not know just how hard it was to find someone to put your lyrics to music. So I said, well, I had a bunch of short stories, so I'll just combine those to uh, make a book. And then... Um, a bunny uh, adopted me. I say someone abandoned a bunny. He found my yard. I was the only one on the block with a real garden. And I saw, the, saw him in my garden. And I knew she was a pet because she was so friendly. So uh, I didn't try to um, hold her against her will. I let her come to my garden and eat, and I'd go out and sit with her and and, uh, and feed her lunch. And she would roam the neighborhood, and she had the freedom of going and coming. And she stayed here for over three years before she passed, unfortunately. And that's what the, uh, the third book is about, the bunny. She was so lovely. And then uh, the um, next one came, um, just, I, I was just thinking of something to write about. Uh, and, you know, the ideas come to you not, um, you know, and then the fifth one is sometimes a news item strikes you and, you know, say so that's something to write about and of the third person and, you know, different circumstances, different cities, different, you know, different places. So that's and how you, I got through. Yeah? Go ahead, yeah, sorry. Okay, that's how I got through the ones I've done. I've got one more I would like to do, and that's a mystery. I keep thinking of things to write, but I can't think of anything to stretch it. So I might have to write uh, short stories on mysteries because, you know, I I don't know. I can't think of anything to drag it out to make a long book. <laughs> No, but you do. You, you are doing something amazing. And I want to say, give a big shout out to your wonderful son who, you know, who is, first of all, an adorable man, but who really, you know, um, absolutely adores you. It's nice to see a son who is proud of his mama, I would say. So uh, well, congratulations thanks. for having such a, such a wonderful son. So to get back to your, um, to, to get back to your wonderful, a new book. So the most recent one is called The Lifer. Can you tell us about uh, about that book? Um, well, 
I don't really know um, how these things come to my mind. I was just thinking of, and as I go, I think, and then I add stuff, but I can't tell you, nothing popped out all at once. And I was trying to think of a way to um, progress, when I started to progress a story so that it will end up good. So everybody comes out okay. I don't like sad endings. So, but I really don't know. It's just things just roll along, and I just accept it, and then I read it, and if it sounds right, then I keep it. <laughs> and it does uh, sound really wonderful. Um, so uh, about the lifer, what really inspired you to, to do it? Is there a true story behind it? No, there isn't. Uh, I really don't know what sparked that idea. Um, well, I guess when you think about it, life is hard. And I was thinking of someone who was having a hard life and had to try to figure out a way to make an easier life for his family. Um, but I, there's no real story that I know that comes that made it come to my mind. Indeed, indeed, that's really, really beautiful. How you let you know your your passion come into um, come definitely into your into your writing. So, what are the next projects that you have uh, as an author? The next stories that you have in mind? the next things that you want to put that we sell on the paper? Well, that's what I'm working on in my mind right now, trying to think of um, a mystery. So, so that's, that's my the next mystery. Project. That's the next one. Uh, well, yeah, just um, mystery. That's the next one I want to try to write is a mystery. Mm-hmm. Well, that definitely, about- would be, that definitely would be a book that we will definitely follow and we will definitely uh, support anything that you're writing up there. Uh, we can purchase your books on all the major uh, platforms and, uh, and all the great things that you're doing can be found definitely online. You have a very, very rich imagination and you talk wonderful about people's lives. And your faith and the innate goodness and strength of human nature, despite the anomalies, is evident and inspiring. This is really what defines you, uh, what defines the wonderful author that I have the pleasure to have to do over the phone, Doris Johnson. Doris, before we start to say goodbye to each other, because all great things have an end, what would you like to, to, to say or to talk about something that we didn't have the time to talk about? Okay, well, as you mentioned, my son, um, Tony, he's very inspiring. He will not let me stay in the old century. He keeps me updated. So I really appreciate him because he is my biggest helper. And Indeed, he sorry. is. Indeed. <laughs> and and you, you, you'll be... You will love how all the great things that he said about you and, and how much he definitely adores you. It is something that 
is so beautiful to, to, to see. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is David Serira. I had the pleasure to have today on iHeartRadio the very talented author, Doris Johnson. Please check her books and purchase them. The titles are The Lifer, The Immigrant, Bunny Queen of the Garden, Poems and Stories About Real. She has a lot of great books uh, that I really, really invite all of you to purchase and to read. This is an author that we love. This is an author that we will definitely promote. Doris, we hope to see you very soon. And this is your radio show.